This is The Peaceful Corner, Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Hello everyone, welcome back to The Peaceful Corner. I hope you all are doing wonderfully well. Thank you for joining me as we fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Like I always say, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost is here. And it's always beautiful when we come and just sit and dwell with Him and just enjoy His presence and talk to Him. Right, and conversate with him. <laughs> what a word. And just, you know, discuss with him and love on him and talk to him, right? Today we're going to be talking about Hannah. And I believe while, um, I think closer to, I think last year actually, we were talking, we started talking about Hannah and how Hannah was a man, I mean, was a woman <laughs> who's, who trusted God, who um, went through it, right? We talked about how Penina could have been her best friend and her support system. You know, we encourage ourselves to be an encourager to others when they're going through things rather than being um, someone who's not even there. Whether or not you're mocking them or not, you should be there to pray and to stand in the gap for that person to help them through, right? So they see their testimony and their victory. Um, we also talked about how her husband was obviously a man of God's, you know, of God, who loved God, who served God, who took care of his family, you know, and he did, you know, they paid their um, obligations. They did the things that, of, that they were supposed to do, you know, even by going to Shiloh and bringing, you know, the sac- thing, uh, the ram for the sacrifice, you know, and how he loved Hannah so much, you know, even though Hannah, you know, really wanted a child. And we, we can remember him telling uh, her that, you know, aren't I enough for you? There's no need for you to cry. I believe that's in First Samuel chapter 1. Um, and I know that the story goes from chapter 1 to um, a little bit of chapter 2. Of First Samuel, so um, and then we hear we also talk about how Eli, the man of God, who you know is you know who could have obviously done better, but he was like, "Woman, you're drunk. Why are you drunk? Was you be drunk?" You know, and she's like, "No, no, no, man of God." Um, you know, and we talked about how Hannah's character in that moment was so beautiful because she was under she was just like oh no i'm not you know we you know some people would have you know given it to the pastor been like okay. I don't know why. You don't even know what I'm going through. You know, I'm hurt. I'm pained. And you're coming and telling me I'm drunk. You know, but Hannah, she's like, no, I'm asking God for something. And really right there, she received her miracle because then the man of God, the priest, Eli, said, you know, God has answered you. Right. I, um, I can open to there um, quickly. God, he, he, he responded to her that God has answered her Um let me open there real quick. Hallelujah. Eli's response to Hannah. Let's get it. Um, no, no, no. Okay, so wait. <laughs> chapter 1, I believe. Yes, not chapter 2. Chapter 1 of First Samuel. Um, Eli said to her, How long will you be drunk? Puts your wine away. But Hannah answered, saying, No, my lord, I am a woman of sorrowful, of a sorrowful spirit. I have, I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not consider your maidservant. Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman. For out of the abundance of my complaints and grief, I have spoken. 
I have spoken unto now. Then Eli answered, Go in peace, the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked her. Right? God has answered her. And so that's what she did. And then, you know, we see how after that, and like I said, she got her her, her, um, her miracle right there. And then even after that, it says, and then she said, Let your maid service find favor in your sight. So the women went away and ate, and, you know, her face was no longer sad. She had just knew that in that moment that she had received her miracle. She just knew that, okay, God has answered me, right? I don't think it wasn't out of, oh, I saw the man of God, the man of God came to me and told me. But she just had faith because, honestly, she's been going to Shiloh every year praying for the same thing. We don't, the Bible doesn't record that she met Eli on all those times, right? Um, But she could have met Eli on all those times, you know? Or some other people would have told her, no, God will do it for you. Some other people who had faith. But, you know, she just knew in this moment that this time that I had come to Shiloh, I have received what I, I have been, you know, looking for. I have received, you know, what I've looked for. He said, because Eli says, go in peace. The God of Israel grant your petition. And God did. You know, the next day she came back and she dedicated her son. Right. And she, we read about how, you know, the, the prayer and the praise to God that she rendered. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, how she brought him back and gave him back to the Lord. And Samuel began to live with Eli in the, in the temple and all that. Right. But I, where I want to even really look into is how Hannah, right, prayed. She prayed. She poured out. It says she poured out her soul before the Lord. She poured out her soul before the Lord. She was desperate. She was looking for something that, you know, she was looking for a child. She knew that she could only give it. She could, I mean, she could only get it from God. You know, she knew that she could only get it from God. She knew that God was the only one that could do it for her, right? Um, and you can imagine in that time there was no science or um anything to be honest to <laughs> for her to even like you know explore other options like IVF or um all the other medical things that God has brought into our world <laughs> through medical knowledge, right? They're beautiful things. They're not all bad, but can you look? At God and trust him just like Hannah did and without even trying IVF and all that know that God will give you a child you know I just I just want I'm just just throwing that out there you know what I'm saying I mean we can look at it um Abraham and Sarah too they waited quite long um and she didn't I mean you know they didn't have the opportunity to be to IVF and that's why Sarah was you know was like okay just so you can have another child you know, my, sleep with my wife. I mean, with my maid, uh, maid wife, maid wife, maid servant. Sorry, um, so that you can at least have a child. You know, because you're not growing older. Um, and I think, and you know, obviously that wasn't right. And I think almost in the same way, but not necessarily in the same way. I'll kind of, um, you know, you know, maybe out of like I'm growing old. I'm I need to have heirs. I need to have children. He married another wife, right? Um, because I don't think he didn't really believe that God would. Um, I, I mean, we, well, the Bible doesn't record this, but we could say that he didn't have, I mean, he might not have believed that God would let Hannah have a child. He might not have. He might not have. I mean, we never know. Um, but he married another wife. Not that that was a bad thing. That was an acceptable thing in that time, right? For him to have married another wife, that was not really, a, um, you know, a taboo or anything, um, or anything frowned upon, right? Um, but 
um, yeah, he married another wife, and you know she gave him children. You understand? But he, we could always—I mean, we could tell from the verses that we read in first chapter, in the first chapter of First Samuel, we can see how he really loved Hannah, right? He really loved Hannah. He would even give her more, right? When they went to Shiloh, right? More than he would give Penina, you know. Uh, but we can say that he necessarily didn't have faith. Not like Abraham. Abraham had faith. Abraham slept with his made wife, made his wife's made servant because Sarah said she, he should. Now, whether or not he should have done it or should have agreed to it is a different conversation because I don't know why he did that. Because he was a man of faith. He knew God would give them a child. He knew that God would bless them. You know, God had promised it. Um, but he was pushed but then he actually, you know, so I think sometimes we always say, oh, he pushed me. They pushed me to do this. They pushed me to do that. But in, them, in they are pushing you, can you stand upon the word of God? You know, can we get to a place where we actually stand upon the word? In the pushing and in the shoving. <laughs> in the, in the oh, you should do this. You should do that. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Can you stand upon the word of God? Because God promised it and you trust that God is the God of integrity and he would do what he says he would do. You guys understand what I'm saying. You know, so Hannah prayed. She poured out her heart to God. She poured out her heart to God. She knew that whatever she was looking for, she could have only gotten it, and she would only get it from God, and she wouldn't get it from anywhere else. You know, and so, and that's why uh, when Eli even said that, she went, he said, go in peace. That word, go in peace. I said to somebody today, go in peace. After you listen to this message right now, or this podcast, go in peace. God has answered you. And I will hear a testimony in the name of Jesus. Just go in peace. God has answered you. Amen. I do believe it. <laughs> but she believed and she went. And you know, it said that after that, she was no longer sad and she went to eat. Right? She was so grieved that she didn't refuse to eat. She refused to do anything. She refused. She was like, I'm done. You get what I'm saying? I'm done. Um, um and you know, but thank God for God, you know, and on top of her, on top of her, even, you know, asking God and, you know, I think she even, she backed it up with something, right? In verse 19, it says that they rose early in the morning and worshiped before the Lord and returned to, and returned and came to their house in Ramah and Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. So that after he, you know, they met, knew his wife, meaning they slept with each other. You know, to put it simply. Um, And he remembered her. Um, God remembered her and she gave birth. Right? And then it says, as she came to pass, she conceived. And, you know, she gave a son and she called him Samuel. And she said, because I have asked, saying, because I have asked for him from the Lord. Um, That's, I think it's even, it would be even good. It would be good to find out what is the meaning of Samuel the meaning of Samuel. Let's search up. Thank God for um, Google. <laughs> Thank God. Um, the meaning of Samuel is God has heard God has heard the name of God. I don't think that's the name of God. It says God has heard. <laughs> that's what it's saying in Google. Uh, his name is God, told by God. God has heard name of God. Okay, so I guess that's what it means. 
Sama means name of God. Interesting. I've never I never knew that. Um, it says meaning God has heard name of God. Um, there's like a um, semicolon. Um, it says. Um, Samuel is a masculine name of Hebrew origin. God has heard, or name of God. The traditional biblical meaning is derived from the Hebrew name Sh- Shemuel. Shemuel, meaning the same, which means the same thing. So, anyways, but God heard. God heard, and it was the name of God. I think that's a beautiful name. You know, she she named him. God has heard, and God did hear her. And I decree to somebody's life today: God will hear you. If you are asking God for a child. Receive your Samuel in the name of Jesus. If you're believing God for your business, receive your Samuel. (laughs) If you're believing God for a new car, a new house, receive your Samuel in the name of Jesus. Receive it by faith, right? In the name of Jesus. Faith is the hope of what? Faith is the one's hope of things not seen and the evidence. Oh, sorry, I, I mixed that up. Faith is the substance. Of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, right? So receive it in the name of Jesus. Okay, but back to what I was saying about Hannah. Hannah, you know, didn't have the luxury of going to the doctors to, you know, check up or even the option of surrogacy, right? She didn't have that option. She trusted in God. She believed that God would do it, right? She went every year. She went. Imagine if she didn't go every year. She, I don't know, she, I don't even know, some people, you know, sometimes, not even some people, all of us, we get to this point where we just want to give up. It's not working. It's not working. And we're like, God, what are you, what's, are you even up there? And we, some of us get to a point where we don't even want to serve God anymore. And some of us, we can't leave because we know that if even if we leave, what that we, the life that we had outside of God is not life worth living. So what are we going to do outside of God? <laughs> you know, and you're at this crossroad. But, you know, we should never even let that sway us or do anything to us. We should just trust God. God can do all things. Nothing is impossible with God. Hannah understood that. Right? And that's why she would keep going back. And it got to a point where she was even in her prayer. She was praying. She was praying to the point where she, he thought she was drunk. And, you know, we couldn't even hear the things that she was saying out of her mouth. Right? So, God can do it. Um, and we just learned that from Hannah. Hannah, you know, she had peace after she had prayed and after the man of God had seen her. I'm not saying that, you know, you have to see the man of God or, you know, man of God has to tell you peace. You know, just hear it from the word. The word says, you know, if you have peace. I mean, it says that the, the, the man of God in Eli, he said, go in peace. So you can say that, I go in peace because the God of Israel will grant me my request. As I've asked God, he will grant me my peace. He will grant me my request. I have peace. Just say it to yourself, you know. You just kind of declare the word to yourself. And, that's, and God will do it. And God will hear you. Amen. Um, another thing I want to encourage you to do is, you know, just like Hannah did, go to Shiloh. Go to your Shiloh in your church. Maybe not in your church. You know, when you, there's a convention happening somewhere, a church camp meeting. There's, you know, it's the summertime, June, July, August. You know, it's a time where a lot of churches and a lot of uh, ministries do camp meetings and conventions, right? And, um, retreats and so on and so forth so it's i encourage you to go to them go there and see god's face and see him just you know love on him first off (laughs) worship him and then make your request known 
Be thankful for how far he's brought you, definitely. And then make your request known. He's the God that wants to hear our request. And then when we thank him, you know, he would stamp it and do it. Right? Whether it may be you want to make a vow to God. You know, some people do that. Make a vow to God that, you know, when I hear, give me what I have asked for, I will give you this. Or I would, like Hannah did, right? She gave back her child to God. She brought him back. Um, let me even see if I can find that. Um, yes, in verse 11, then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on on the afflictions of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor shall come upon his head. So that was her vow to God, right? What is your own vow going to be? God, as you allow me to have this business, as you help me to start this business, and you send the customers my way, I vow to what? You get what I mean? I vow to, you know, give back to the community. You know what I'm saying? Or I vow to uh, give back to my church. I vow to give to the mission work, right? Or I vow to donate this every month to the whole less privileged. Right, I vow to pay this amount of money to a church project. Might not be your own church, it might be another ministry, right? Um, I'm saying that because every ministry we are all a part of God's body. We're all in the same house. As long as you're not in the house of the devil, then we are in the house of God. So if some of us are working in the kitchen and some of us are working in the upstairs in the bathroom, we're all in the same house. <laughs> and we're all working for God. So any ministry it doesn't matter bowing to god i mean and let god lead you obviously if it's to give to somewhere or whatever you know or maybe it's you giving your son or your child back to god right so you know go to whatever she whatever it be as you are led by god don't just go anywhere please um, but go to your Shilo, go to your Shilo, your church, go to any Shilo that's happening anywhere. Don't just go to see anybody. Don't go to see any pastor, any person, any man of God, because they're of God, right? Go and see the God that's in the man. Do you understand? Go because you want to see God. Even if you don't get to meet them in person, the person that God is going to use, the servant of God, even if you don't get to get close to them or, or whatever the case may be, you can go and just see God. Go and expect that, that I'm going to see God and God is going to meet me at the point of my God is going to mention my case. God is going to remember me as I go to Shiloh. And as I make this vow, he's going to answer me. Yeah. All right. And, you know, there's so much more we can learn from Hannah, um, you know, and her, her her wonderful life. And, you know, I just wanted to kind of wrap up this um because I know I didn't close it off last year. We, we jumped into some other episodes. Um, but Hannah, there's so much we can still learn from Hannah. Um, but Hannah got victory, right? And God gave her her testimony. He heard her. And that means God can hear us when we pray. You know what I mean? And he can remember us. Not that he's forgotten about us, but he will remember our case. You know what I'm saying? He will remember our case. And when we just have peace and just trust in him, that, okay, yeah, he's got it. He's going to do it. Yeah? He's going to do it. Who's believing with me that he's going to do it? <laughs> and it's, I want to hear. I, I, I want you to say to yourself, I will testify because God has heard me. I receive my Samuel in whatever form that may be. I receive my Samuel, 
right? Whether it's for you, if it's in business, I received my Samuel in my business. <laughs> I received my Samuel as a child, right? Whether it be a boy or a girl, I received my Samuel. Samuel means God has heard, right? It's the name of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? I know it sounds, you know, somehow, but, you know, I just feel like to say it's for us to say that God has heard. God has heard me. Say it loud and clear. God has heard me. Amen and amen. Glory be to God in the highest. Thank you all for joining us today. And it was such a beautiful time fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, isn't it? Ah, always a lovely time. Always a lovely time. I'm so full of joy. You know, I'm smiling. I know you guys can't see me, but. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you all for joining once again. I love you all. Join us again next time. And God bless you. Bye-bye.